This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay. Welcome everyone to YPLA Halacha Rush. Today, I wanted to uh, share with you beautiful words of Torah that connects to Halacha and to reasons of mitzvot that are a little bit beyond us, which is the mitzvah of basar v'chalav, eating meat and milk. And you would think that eating meat and milk is really uh, it's hard to understand what's wrong with having meat and milk. Both of them are protein. Both the, both of them, I'm sorry, are uh, are good to eat. They're they make you stronger and they uh, they're they're healthy. What's wrong with having meat and milk? It said that Nebuchadnezzar had on his table a bug, and Rashi Tevot is basar and gvina. He had a lot of meat and cheese all the time. And it's interesting because if you're not allowed to have basar bechalav, it's it's only when it's cooked together. But midirabanan, even if you eat meat, you shouldn't have milk for six hours afterwards. But interesting, if you have milk first, you could have meat right away. What should be the difference? So this is a uh, these words of Torah are are written in the in the holy works of the Mikubalim, and we're going to see how these reasons really make us understand the halachot better. Just the following. Milk has the powers of chesed and rachamim. It's white. We know that our sins become white whenever uh, they are cleansed. It's also in the Pasuk, it's written, Dvash v'chalav tachat leshonech. In Shira Shirim, it's written that chalav is something sweet, something soft. It's uh, it's um, it's something that is midata chesed. Meat, on the other hand, is red. Red is always midata din, and it's like it's written ketz kol basar, and ketz is something that's used by the malach hamavet. He takes neshamot away, and over here as well, it's it's written in that regard. Meat has the aspect of midata din. So the mekubalim say, sefer arba harashim and others. They write the following, that when one combines meat and milk together, what he's doing is he's combining the uh, aspect of midat din of harsh judgment, and midat rachamim and chesed together. And that's something that midat din could be damaging towards midat rachamim. Right, and that, is, uh, and that is something that, therefore, you always have to, uh, you have to stay away from that lethal combination of basar v'chalaf. Now, if so, why is it that you could have milk first and then meat? Here we have a principle that's, that we learned recently. If you learned Dafyomi, you've learned it. Is, uh, is that the machloket between, uh, um, between Rav and Levi, if we say Tatai Gavar or Ilai Gavar. I think it's Rav and Levi. If Tatai Gavar or Ilai Gavar. What does that mean? Tatai Gavar means does the bottom win or does the top win? Does the bottom win or top win? In the halacha, the example is like this. Let's say you have something that's hot and something cold falls into the something hot. So the hot cooks it. Whereas if it's the other way around, that if it's the hot going into the cold, so the cold wins because the cold is on the bottom and whatever is on the bottom wins. So here in regards to basar v'chalav as well, the mekubalim tell us the following. If you're going to have milk, 
and then meet, then that is permitted because of the concept of Tatai Gavar. The Rachamim is on the bottom, that will win over the Midat Adin. And when you have meat first, so that's Midat Adin, then you can't have milk even for six hours afterwards. Because the Midat Adin will conquer the Midat Rachamim. So these are very strong words, and now you understand this well, but I thought that it's okay, it's a very nice drush, but it's very hard to apply in Halakha Recently, in the Kolal, we were learning the sugya of Basar V'chalav, and we learned the words of the Bet Yosef in Orachaim Siman Kufayim Gimel, that brings from the Zohar Kadosh Parashat Mishpatim. And there the Zohar Kadosh says that you have to be careful not to have milk and meat in one meal or in one hour and if you have that then you will uh, your face will turn in like the face of a gdi of a, of a kid goat which that's where we learn the funny zor but based on that zor the Bet Yosef writes that one should be careful even chicken meat which the Prichadash says I don't see where he sees chicken meat from here but that's what the Bet Yosef learns even chicken meat a person shouldn't eat and uh, within with the same in the same time as milk and which would mean that he doesn't differentiate between meat and then milk or milk and then meat it's all asr it's all forbidden now interesting because the shulchan aruch himself in yoradea siman petet writes that meat that is consumed one has to wait 6 hours to have milk but the Shulchan Aruch writes, if somebody has milk or cheese, he can have meat right away afterwards. Doesn't have to wait six hours. But in the Bet Yosef, in Ora Chaim, he says that it's good to be machmir, like the, 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 the Zohar Kadosh. Then even if you had milk, and it's mashma, even a glass of milk, you should wait six hours till you have meat. And I was fascinated by this, because I said, usually you have people who, are, who try to fulfill the words of the Bet Yosef, so even though he didn't write in Shulchan Aruch, maybe he held that it was a, you know, it's a chumrah, and those who want to follow the chumrah should. But even any any milk, it sounds like any milk from the Zohar Kadosh. So, so any dairy. So I was wondering. I said, I said, why isn't it that nobody follows this Bet Yosef? And I was troubled by this. I came across the words of the Chida in Shiure Bracha Siman Petet Sivav, and the Chida brings this Bet Yosef, and he also seems to wonder why why nobody does this. And then he says that there were Hasidim, and, and this is what's amazing. He writes that that there are Hasidim that Yere Hashem Asher Nagu Kama Shanim Shilolechol Basara Kharkvina, they would always be Mahmur not to eat meat after cheese. Mahmad Divrea Zoar Ledat Maran because of the Zoar that the that Bet Yosef brings. Vayushoim Shaachat or Sheshaud they would wait or one hour or six hours. The Pritor says six hours. This is how he learns the, the Bet Yosef. And not but but they left that practice. And they started eating meat after cheese because they heard that there was a tikkun. And he doesn't write what the tikkun is, but we know what the tikkun is according to this. The tikkun is is that. Having milk first is midata rachamim, and when you have meat afterwards, the midata rachamim overpowers the midata din. 
So not only you're not, you shouldn't be machmir, these chasidim said, it's a good thing to have milk and then right afterwards meat. Because you're mitaken, this is where we're combining the world of, of, of sodot and pinimiyuta Torah, the, the inner depths of Torah, with halacha. We see how the chida bridges the gap. And he says, he, this is what these chasidim would say. Ah, what are they going to do with the Zohar Kadosh? It's very difficult. He says, he says Zohar Kadosh doesn't seem to imply that. But there is another Zohar Kadosh that does seem to imply that you're allowed to have milk and afterwards meat. And the Zohar Kadosh in Parashat Pinchas, in Reya de Mehemna. In Reya de Mehemna, it's written over there that on the Pasuk, Kadoshim, that's the that's the secret of Nitilat Yadayim, which one day we'll speak about Nitilat Yadayim. So that's where we learn Nitilat Yadayim. And it says, Ani Hashem, and the Zohar Kadosh learns that one of the one of the extrapolations from this pasuk is that when you have cheese you should wash your hands and then you can have meat so here you see the Zohar Kadosh says explicitly you could have cheese and right away meat you don't have to wait that long so the Hasidim seemed to, these, these Hasidim once they saw the Zohar Kadosh they were lenient and not only that there was a Tikkun Nadaver not only that there was a Tikkun Nadaver so having milk and right afterwards meat not only is allowed, but it's preferable according to these chasidim. Now, the chidat doesn't stay with this. He says, well, you can explain the Zohar Kadosh and Reidem Ahemna. wasn't talking about having really meat, having talking about a tavshil of meat. But the Sefer Chemdat Yamim, which was commonly used, and there's a big controversy who wrote it. Some, wrote, some said he was a student of the Shabtai Tzvi who wrote it. And others say that it was, uh, that, that it was written by one of the Gureya Arizal, Rav Binyamin Akohen, a Talmud of the Arizal. Many places it's quoted. He actually brings also by the laws of Basar Bechalav on Hilchot Shabbat Kodesh Perekhet this secret. He says, Soda Hashem, that milk is rachamim and meat is din. And therefore, he says, now you understand why you could have milk and then meat. So this, is, uh, this was found afterwards in the Chemdat Yamim. He writes this as well. And, I, and, and to my utter, uh, utter um, surprise... I found that Rav Benziona Bashol in the new volume that just came out a few months ago of Yoredea Chedekei Perik Yutet writes, En sarich liamtin achal ma'achal chalav el adai bikinoch. You don't have to wait at all between milk. All you have to wash is your mouth. Velo neagul liamtin sha'a l'achal chalav lebasar. You don't have to wait an hour. And he brings the shiurei bracha on the bottom that there's a tikkun. And he says, Lo naagul kedivri akafachaim liamtin sha'a. The kafachaim says to wait an hour. He says, we're not in the that way. And we ra- rather we eat milk and right away meat. And he says, look at the Ben Ishchai as well. Now you see from, this is a shocking thing. From the beginning, we didn't understand at all. The Bet Yosef says to be machmer if you have milk and then meat. And nobody followed it. So you understand now why some don't follow it, including our modern day post like Rav Ben Bashol. And I believe Rav Avad Yosef says this as well, that there is no Khumra. There are places, like I know the Minagin Paras, was to wait after drinking milk or having meat. Afterwards, and now we know where they got it from. They got it from the Bet Yosef. But I think we explain now uh, another side to it. I just wanted to leave you with the following Dvar Torah. I want, the Benish Chai talks about having cheese and cheese according to what it's age. That's how much they would wait. Not always. It, it depends. There's, there's, different, there's different customs. I'm not going to get into the, uh, the customs of Iran. We're actually putting out a book soon. There's going to be customs of Iran written in there. Yeah. Right, you'll, you'll have to wait and see. Now, um, now, just getting back to our, just to close off this subject.
is that, just to close the subject, is that uh, getting back to the Zohar Kadosh, they say when somebody has milk and meat, they lose their tzura of tzilim eluim and they become a gdi. Uh, the answer is, and I'm getting uh, some of this information from a wonderful uh, newsletter, Dvar Torah, called Mata'ame Torah. I get it. Anybody who wants to contact me, they get it in the mail, rabbilebar at gmail.com. I could, get, I, I could send you the information. And this is where a lot of the, these Divrei Torah are coming from. Uh, not about the milk and meat thing, about the halacha that, that, that we put together, but the actual, the first part of this year. And he writes over there the following. That David, it's by the way, that I don't even know who writes that, 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 those things. They, they quote a lot of great sources. It's written anonymously. And he writes over there the following. That Daniel... Was in was eating on the table of Nechanetzer. He would refuse to eat the food over there, and they were worried about him. So instead, he ate seeds. Daniel would eat seeds, which is why the Rama brings in the Chot Purim that we have a minak to eat seeds on Purim. Ashkenazim have a minak to eat seeds on Purim to remind himself of Daniel, because Daniel was in the Megillah. He was Hatach, according to many sources. Hatach was the Shaliach between. He was also, but he was he was the Shaliach between uh, between Esther and Mordechai. And called Dvarav Nichtachim Alpiv, because in the kingdom of Nuchanser, whatever he said went. He was very powerful. Now, why didn't he want to eat from the table of Nebuchadnezzar? Now we understand, because Nebuchadnezzar always had Basar Vigvina. When you eat Basar Vigvina, you lost your Tselem Elohim. But he remained with his Tselem Elohim because he didn't eat Basar Vigvina. It's written that when somebody eats meat and milk or violates the Torah, they lose their tzelem elohim and they become just like animals. Which is why by the Kisei Kavod we have the Kisei of Hashem. In Pasuk Yecheskel you had the, the, um, the panim of a person. And on the bottom you had, on the right you had the Aryeh, which is the lion. On the left you had the Nesher, which is, uh, the shore, which is the ox. You also had the eagle. And they were all facing towards, Hakadosh Bar, uh, towards a person's why? Because an animal, by nature, always looks towards Tselem Elohim. And if he doesn't look for Tselem Elohim, so he becomes just like an animal. I'm sorry, if a person doesn't look like a Tselem Elohim, he becomes just like an animal. So if a person eats Basar V'chalav, the Zohar Kadosh says he replaces himself with Gdi because he loses that Tselem Elohim. I want to tell you an amazing story, and I heard this from Reveal Gold, that there was a person who went on an expedition somewhere far out in the... Uh, in the north, maybe the northern territories or Alaska, I don't remember already. And they had to bring him so far out that they actually had to bring a helicopter to bring him there. And they left him there for a few days. Now he was scared. He said, what's going to happen? I'm going to be camping over there. I have nobody to help me. No cell phone reception, nothing. Just me and nature. And let's say a bear comes and wants to eat me. He said, listen, this is what we do in the wild. If a bear comes, you stand up tall and you tell him, bear, my name is this and this, and I intend to be here. This is my territory. The guy was looking at me, you're crazy. Pierce <laughs> doesn't understand the English. He's going to, yeah, act dead or something. He says, no, no, act dead. it's not going to work. You run on the tree, it's not going to work as well. This is going to work. Fine. He's there. After one day, two days, the bear comes. And the bear looked like he was going to eat him. Stood up tall. And he said, bear, this is my space. My name is this and this. And I don't tend to leave. And the bear walked away. So the guy comes back and he says, like, what happened? He says, yeah, the bear came and I told him what you did. He says, yeah, it always works. What do you mean it always works? Why does it always work? The answer is like this in a butai. Bear doesn't understand English. But when we act like human beings, the bear understands that we are in charge. And when you stand and you say, I am Metzalim Elohim, and animals look towards Metzalim Elohim. When you act like an animal, you're going to start running away. He's going to think you're an animal. He's going to eat you alive. Or he's going to kill you and then eat you. Or he's going to kill you and not eat you. (laughs) 
But if an an, but if an animal sees that a person's acting like a person, then it's totally different. Which is unfortunately nowadays, um, uh, you know, if people are acting more and more like animals, there's no difference between them. There was one of the gedolim that said that when he saw that the Germans machshemam were 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 treating their dogs uh, better than humans, he knew we were in trouble. Because then the human loses their tzelom elohim. They they basically equate themselves to animals. And then we're in trouble. I was walking here on, on, on Saturn Street today on Shabbat and I saw written on a window, if it's not okay to eat dogs, why is it okay to eat cows? Go vegan. Now, the truth is, eh, what's wrong with eating dogs? If it would be kosher, I don't know. Isn't there such a thing as a hot dog? <laughs> Rather. So, yeah, but that's the problem. When you're going to start equating uh, uh, um, the animal's roles to the human roles, you're going to get into a serious problem and we're going to lose our Tzalem Elohim and the Kisei covet is not going to work anymore. And when it doesn't work above, it's not going to work below. So those are some of the lessons of the secrets of Basar V'chalav and how it applies to Halacha and the beauty of Torah. Amen. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.